Welcome to The Anchor. Please join us for the next 15 minutes as people from our region share their stories of hope and overcoming life's difficulties. Thank you for joining with us today on The Anchor. I'm Rhonda Hardy, and I'm here with my co-host, Deb Hickey. And we are going to just continue until the elections on messages about hope for our nation because we believe our nation has a destiny. God's not done with our nation. We affect the whole world. And we just want to share with you a little bit about Franklin Graham to start off with and how um, he was here in Indianapolis and how such an awesome crowd showed up at the Capitol because he's doing a 50-state tour going to all the capitals and praying for our nation and praying for this election and encouraging people to go to the voting polls and and vote for that person who's going to be the closest one to bring us back to our foundation. And I just want to say that, you know, Indiana is the crossroads of America. And that's a very significant name for us. You know, our names mean something, and they're important. At a crossroads, we make a decision always at a crossroad. And what, a, what an awesome opportunity to be at the crossroads of America to pray with this man of faith, a, a man who knows his God, a pivotal place, Indiana, to make the right decision to bring us back to our foundation of God's righteousness and justice, not our own. Because, you know, the ways of a man seem right, but in the end thereof, the Bible says, is death. So we must go, come back to our, the foundation and the godly principles that God gave us. This is also 500 years since the Great Reformation. And the Reformation that I'm talking about is a Reformation where Martin Luther discovered God revealed to him that salvation is not by our works but it's by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and today we are going to hear an awesome message from Debbie about salvation and so be encouraged as you listen Debbie Thank you, Rhonda, and welcome again to the anchor. Uh, one more thing about Franklin Graham. After this took place uh, that came out about what Mr. Trump had said 11 years ago, many Christians rushed to crucify him, but not evangelist Franklin Graham. And I just want to read his statement that he made on Facebook. You may have read it, but uh, it's worth listening to again because this is such a pivotal time as we prepare to vote. He, sp he quoted, the crude comments made by Donald J. Trump more than 11 years ago cannot be defended, but the godless progressive agenda of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton likewise cannot be defended. I'm not endorsing any candidate in this election. I have said it throughout this presidential campaign, and I will say it again. Both candidates are flawed. The only hope for the United States is God. Our nation's many sins have permeated our society, leading us to where we are today. But as Christians, we can't back down from our responsibility to remain engaged in the politics of our nation. On November the 8th, we will all have a choice to make. The two candidates have very different visions for the future of America. The most important issue of this election is the Supreme Court. That impacts everything. There's no question Trump and Clinton scandals might be news for the moment, but who they appoint for this to the Supreme Court will remake the fabric of our society for our children and our grandchildren for generations to come. Unquote Franklin Graham. Ladies and gentlemen, he's very right. 
What they said, what they've done is this moment. But our future, our future, like we talked about last week, Rhonda talked about the destiny of America. But the destiny of you and I, this show, The Anchor, is about hope, to bring hope to people who feel lost, forgotten, they're needy, maybe feel unloved, so lost they see no way out. But we here at The Anchor bring good news today. There is hope for you. And it's not just by any means the government. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Rhonda and I are both older women. We have both been married to our husbands for a long time. For myself, I've been married to my husband for 40 years, Rhonda for 38 years. We each have multiple children and grandchildren. We have walked through good times and hard times. But one thing remains, only one thing has brought Rhonda and I through. And that is our relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who is our anchor. Jesus is our rock. He is the soul. He is in our spirit, our soul. He is the anchor for our soul. Since the day we gave our lives to Jesus Christ, he has never left us nor forsaken us. Living our lives with God the Father, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and the Holy Spirit. That is what we strive to do. We walk every day with knowing we are not alone, that the Godhead dwells inside of us. The throne of God is righteousness and justice. Or to put it another way, the right and just are the roots of God's rule. Love and truth are its fruit. No one likes to be lied to. We like to be told the truth. God is not a man that he can lie. He is truth. We all want to be loved, a pure, unwavering love that never gives up on us, that only wants what's best for us, a love that always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps on going to the very end. God is love, a right and a just love, a love of grace and mercy, a love so big and great that while I was still a sinner, God loved me and sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who never sinned, yet was tempted in every earthly way possible so that Jesus could understand what we go through in our everyday life. But even though Jesus was tempted, he never sinned. So Jesus could be the perfect, spotless sacrifice. And he was the only one able to take all sin upon himself to the cross. And he took God's wrath against sin into himself. And again, he put it on the cross where he died. Jesus paid with his life to redeem us. To give mankind the chance to be redeemed. To once again walk and talk with God in the cool of the evening. Just like Adam and Eve did. But this is what Jesus did. He did not stay dead. You might be asking, what do you mean he didn't stay dead? Buddha is dead. Allah is dead. Mohammed is dead. But not Jesus Christ. On the third day, God, Jesus, God raised Jesus from the dead. 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was not a ghost. Jesus was resurrected. He had a body. He had bone. He had a soul. He has a spirit. He was the first to be resurrected from the dead with a glorified body. Jesus was recognized by over 500 people while he walked this earth for 40 days after his resurrection. Jesus talked, he cooked, he ate, he taught, he lived with his disciples for 40 days before he ascended into heaven where he is now seated at the right hand of the Father where he prays and he intercedes for the Christians here on earth where the Holy Spirit, then the Father sent the Holy Spirit to be here on earth, to woo us, to draw us to his son, Jesus Christ, to be with us every day of our life, to indwell us, to live inside of us so we are no longer alone. God is the only eternal God and we were made in him, his image. We were created to live eternally. Hebrew not, Hebrews 9.27 says, Just as a man is destined to die once, and after that he will face judgment. We will face judgment someday. If you are a Christian, you will go on to heaven, eternally living in heaven with the Lord Jesus Christ. But if you're not a believer, if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, there will be judgment and that judgment is just and it's right when you stand before God and you look at him and you realize, I didn't believe. I didn't believe that Jesus Christ was the son of God. And that will cause you to live eternally in hell, being burned alive day and night. I don't believe, I know, I know that's not what God wants for you. I know that he has sent his son for you and I to give us life and life more abundantly now here on earth to set you free, to reestablish your life, rebuild your life to the destiny that you were created to have. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not telling you that it's going to be, it is a bed of roses to be a Christian. Rhonda and I have fought the good fight of faith. We have stood, our families have stood. We have walked through cancers. We have walked through deaths. We have walked through fire. We've walked through a lot of things in our lives, but we've not walked alone. We have walked with Jesus Christ inside of us, dwelling us, leading us, guiding us, directing us. We have the word of God that tells us the truth, that we can shape our lives in truth and justice and righteousness. A sinner sometimes does good things, but that doesn't make you righteous. We only can become righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ when we receive the truth, Jesus as our Savior. Then and only then do we become righteous, do we become justified, and we become righteous in God's eyes. It's a whole new life. You get reborn, reestablished, renewed, and you start again fresh and clean 
and he will never remember your sins. They are wiped away as far as the east is from the west. They're remembered no more by our Lord and our Savior. And we start fresh again, walking with him. Romans 15, 13 says, Now, Papa God, you are the God of all hope. Please, Papa, fill now us with all joy and peace in believing that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to pray as I finish up today. We need courage. We need courage to face today and tomorrow and our future. And God is the one who will give that to us. So listen as we pray together today. Heavenly Father, Papa God, I ask for you to give us courage to believe for our country can and will be rebuilt on in the foundation of righteousness and justice. Give us the courage to believe for our country to remain a Christian nation, one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Give us the courage to stand upon the promises and blessings of of your word, the holy word, the Bible. Give us the courage to walk in and share the redeeming love and grace and truth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with the world. Give us the courage to walk before you, Heavenly Father, in truth, grace, and mercy. For your ways are higher than our ways, and today we choose your ways over our ways. I thank you for listening today to The Anchor. Next week, we'll be talking more about prayer and these prayer initiatives that Rhonda has shared with you last week. And I'll remind you of them again. Prayasone.org, fastforwardamerica.com, graceforamerica.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Be blessed. We love you. We thank you for listening. God bless you. If you would like to know more about resources mentioned in this interview, possible ministry opportunities, or to tell your own story on The Anchor, email us at anchoredintherock at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.